0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Minash. On today's show, we're talking about changing the use of real estate in the downtown core in many cities. It's no secret that the world is swimming in excess office space since the start of the pandemic. I've been involved in direct discussions on several major office building conversions that would be candidates for conversion to apartments. A recent report from CBRE puts the amount of sublease space available for rent at 159 million square feet across the United States. It's a little bit less than the peak of 162 million square feet back in the middle of 2021. But that vacancy doesn't appear in the official numbers for office vacancy. That space is currently leased, and it's covered by commercial leases. It's simply not being utilized. The national vacancy rate sits at 15.9% in the largest markets, and there's an additional 144 million square feet of new construction in the office pipeline. Tenants with these long-term leases are simply trying to get cost recovery on that underutilized space. Some buildings have fallen into major vacancy. One building in particular that I've been examining consists of a 32-story building with over 600,000 square feet of net rentable space. The building is over 70% vacant, and it's on track to lose even more tenants over the coming year. The asset itself is a very high-quality building designed by Skidmore Owings Merrill back in 1960. They're one of the premier architecture firms in the world. In fact, my mother worked for that firm when she was an architect in New York City. This building is a candidate for office to residential conversion. But 600,000 square feet is a huge residential project. In some ways it's almost too large. There would be considerable absorption risk if we flooded the market with that many apartments in a very short period of time. We're talking over 500 apartments being delivered in a small radius in the market all at once. We're looking at several of these projects right now. Office conversions have several considerations that developers need to take into account. Number one, parking is often the limiting factor in most residential projects. Some office buildings don't have parking, and then others that do have their own parking structures often come with a lot of parking. In some cases they have too much parking. The basic rule of thumb is to expect one parking space for every 300 square feet of office space. And many office buildings that have their own parking structure have nearly double the parking that would be required if the space was converted to residential. The second consideration is the configuration of the building itself and the dimensions of the floor plate. Many buildings, for example, in New York City and Manhattan, are way too large to be candidates for conversion. A building that has a square floor plate of 200 feet by 200 feet has way too much space in the core of the building and not enough perimeter space. Living rooms and bedrooms, they need windows. A bathroom, a laundry room, a storage room, and even a kitchen can be in the interior. But a bedroom and a living room, they have to have windows. Remember, a 200 by 200 floor plate is almost an acre of land, and much of that is in the core of the building. Number three, there's the structural design of the building. Office buildings are designed to different standards compared with residential. This is particularly important in very tall buildings. All buildings can flex a little bit under the load of the wind. Some very tall office buildings, like the Empire State Building, can sway several feet near the top of the building on a windy day. Residential building is not allowed to sway as much as an office building. There's a lower acceleration specification the building has to meet. So the structure of the building might need to be modified in order to meet that more stringent acceleration specification. When you look at the design of an office building, there are pre-existing columns and shear walls and those are going to continue to be in place after the conversion to residential. You can't have a column in the middle of your dining room, so you have to design the apartments around the pitch of those pre-existing columns. That might result in rooms and apartments that are much larger than you would hope for. you can end up with hallways in strange places or hallways that are too wide. When the apartments are larger than they need to be, You can feel great about offering a large apartment as a finished product, but that doesn't mean the end customer will pay necessarily the same price per square foot for the extra space. Unless you can position the building as offering the highest value in the market and attract some of the most affluent customers for a very exclusive product, you're going to end up selling or renting that space at a little bit below the market cost per square foot. Out of necessity, you're going to have more space in the middle, in the core of the building, than you would otherwise ideally want. That means hallways are going to be wider and longer. The laundry room is going to be much larger than you need. The bathrooms will be larger. All of these things that are in the core of the building end up being larger than you would need if you were designing from scratch. Paradoxically, one of the largest costs will be drilling holes to manage the plumbing and electrical for the new bathrooms and kitchens. An office building usually has a couple of bathrooms per floor, usually centrally located near the elevators. But every shower, bathtub, kitchen sink, and toilet will need a hole to be drilled through the concrete floor. And that can result in thousands of holes being drilled through the concrete. You have to make sure the drilling doesn't cut through the structural steel that's holding the concrete together. And if the building was new, there would be a plastic sleeve in the concrete everywhere that a perforation's required. See, the repurposing of a building to residential is not always that straightforward. It can be an amazing project. We're working on one right now but the design considerations are completely different from new construction. It requires a specialized skill set to know how to adapt these older buildings that were not designed for residential purposes. As you think about that, keep an eye out for office to residential conversion opportunities. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.